What's up, all you balls-to-the-wall headbangers? Welcome to an exclusive episode of the Talk Louder podcast where we geek out on all things except today. And yes, there's a good reason for that. But first, a few reminders. Hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Leave us your likes and comments. You can also leave likes and comments on our Facebook page. Follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram. Also now on TikTok. And uh, always our website, talklouderpodcast.com. I'm Metal Dave Glessner, along with my co-host, Jason McMaster, who has had quite a week. He's fresh off an airplane after spending a few nights on the East Coast fronting the mighty German metal band, Except. What an honor. Wow. How was it, man? I don't know where to start. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know where to start with the questions either. I know a lot of people have a lot of things to ask and I'm going to, I'm going to ask my questions and do my best to cover a lot of ground that I think people will want to hear, but uh, you look great for uh, being out uh, on the run for a few days and uh, without much notice. And I'm guessing without much sleep and a three hour delay at the airport and all that good stuff. Oh, there was more delays than that. Uh, I was stuck in Newark airport on Monday for probably six hours <laughs> like i got there early oh, i'll get there early you know three hours before my flight instead of the you know the two hours like they suggest and blah 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 and i get there and i walk up delayed 15 minutes later delayed 15 minutes <laughs> delayed delayed and i'm guessing yeah. it was the weather i don't know and I posted on social media, you know, this is my current Newark situation. <laughs> I saw that. It looked really glamorous. <laughs> well, it's just a, a, a sea of cows, you know. Right. The life of a rock not, star. It, people were just commenting like, nope, yuck, <laughs> no thanks. I'm never flying again. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Um, and, then, so- and then others were commenting going, yeah, that's normal. What do you, yeah, my flight's still, you know, I, I spend 24 hours at the fucking airport. I'm like. Yeah, it seems to be more the norm than not these days. Unfortunately, air travel has just become uh, more unpredictable than ever. And you can almost always bank on uh, delays of some sort, if not outright cancellation. So at least you weren't canceled, I guess. Well, I'm feeling pretty lucky that uh, day one when, uh, you know, I was, I had like a 7 a.m. flight. And, um, everything, everything that day was fine. So I I realized that not everybody is so lucky. So getting there and it was a one-way ticket, which was also kind of scary. Wolf Hoffman was like, okay, one-way ticket. Here you go. (laughs) One-way ticket. I'm like, what does that mean? I can't come home. You know, it's a scared puppy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe that meant you were going to join the band permanently and just never come home. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously not. But it, it, it made me think of you know the never-ending story or something. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. Um, but but I was uh, had I was as ar- I had I put on as many pieces of armor as I could, and I started that journey. Wow. Um, yeah. So- I, yeah. Ask me a question. Take, you know, take about- us. Take us back to the beginning because I you sent me a text. But feel uh, free to jump around because it, right. I'll just talk for an hour and that's boring. Yeah. So you sent me a text early next week, basically swearing me to secrecy, but telling me, letting me know that our 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 schedule was going to be a little disrupted because you had this commitment and you swore me to secrecy, and then you told me 
you were going out with accept and I freaked out. I was totally surprised, of course, and super proud. Uh, but you basically got this on super short notice yeah. and you were off and running. So take me through, first of all, how do you get that phone call? Who calls you? Who puts the offer well, on the table and what happens after it, that? It's related to people that you and I know and love uh, quite well. And that's Don Van Stavern. Donnie V. You should you should know. Yes. I mean, everyone could have like guessed. Okay, if I gave you three names to guess who who called me that morning, you know, um, it's Tuesday. What October? What was Tuesday last week? I don't know. I don't know what yesterday was. Well, today's the twenty sixth to be October twenty sixth. <laughs> so it would have been six days ago, or okay. a week ago. It was a week ago. So it's Tuesday a week ago. Wouldn't that have, that have been the nineteenth? The, the I think something like that. Okay. Well, it it couldn't have been the nineteenth because the first gig I did with him was the twentieth. So it was the eighteenth, Tuesday, October eighteenth. I'm I'm in my office, um, you know, drinking coffee and you know whatever, and um, I get a text message from Don Van Stavern, the bass player for Riot. All of us here know him as one of the founding members of San Antonio Slayer. Yes. Uh, uh, Don is a legend and has been <clears throat> keeping Riot on on hell on wheels for since the 80s. Um, uh, he texts me, he goes, I'm like, cool, the text from Don, all right. <clears throat> and it says, hey, can you sing Accept? I thought it was a joke. He right. goes, I'm like, why are we, when are we forming our tribute band? Is that what this is about? Because you know that you know better. You know I love accept and I can sing accept. You know, right? He's kind of he's kind of putting little smiley faces and LOLs and cutesies in there like that. And, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, is this a trick question? You know, what is this? He goes, <clears throat> No, here's a phone number you need to call if you're interested in singing some accept. He didn't really details were not uh, abundant in a text message right and i'm like wow okay so then my phone rings and it's i don't uh, it, i recognize it as the guy i'm pretty sure that his name's ed i don't have it written down i'm sorry ed i'm gonna get your name wrong ed airborne or aborn or acorn or th that's not that's it's not ed acorn that would that's how i, I saw his i saw him on our social media thread it, it was ed something aborn maybe he's one of us apparently yeah. i heard from the accept guys that uh, this is way down the line that he was in a band in the 80s i think called siren and there's a movie out about how they were long go they made one record yeah no right in the <laughs> 80s and they didn't you know <laughs> and then they get a call from all the german festivals going hey we love your band can you reunite and play our festival and they're like holy shit what he it's one of those stories Okay. There's a movie out just called Siren, and Mark wow. Tonio, Mark Tonio, singer except is the one that told me all about Ed, and all about Siren. So everyone check that out. I need to check it out. So let's check it out together. A movie called Siren about the band Siren. So Ed, I think, is the drummer for Siren. Anyway, he's sort of a liaison to all of these people. Not the Riot camp, the Accept camp, blah blah blah. So. Obviously, I think it had turned into uh, Wolf had called Ed 
because they're friends. Mm -hmm. Ed called Todd Michael Hall. Do you know who Todd Michael Hall is? Uh, Singer for Riot. Singer for Riot. Yeah. Singer for Riot, whom I've never met, who I'm I'm all about. The guy is so fucking good. Yeah. He did a stint on The Voice or whatever, America's Got Talent, whatever, one of those singing shows, you know? Right. And he got pretty high up. So obviously he can sing. He He's a chameleon. He can do anything. The guy obviously is a powerhouse and obviously a super gent because uh, he, he said some super nice things about me and what was happening uh, on social media. And we, it, it doesn't matter what he said. He was very, very, very awesome. Sure. So, Todd Michael Hall gets a call from this guy Ed. This is before Ed had called me, and 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 uh, Todd says, "Well, let me reach out. I I don't, you know, for whatever reason, Todd was unavailable." And Todd calls Don Don Van Savern here down here in San Antonio. And then I got the text from from Don, and it sort of trickled backwards, right back to okay. Ed. I got Ed's number. I'm talking to Ed and he's telling me all about it. And I'm like, man, I'm just, this is me talking. I'm saying, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm all as, as well getting over a sinus infection. I'm spitting gummy bears and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, he's like, shit, that, that sucks because that's what's wrong with Mark. He's got some kind of infection and he, you know, they had to cancel last night and they, they have, you know, four in a row coming up and, you know, they need someone. Do you know anybody? If you, you know, I'm like Blitz from Overkill. Bobby Blitz is on the East Coast, ready to do it, would do wow. a great job, blah, blah, blah. Turned out that Bobby was unavailable as well uh, in the studio or something. Wow. So I'm getting stuck holding the bag. I'm smiling, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm kind of, everything's falling in my lap here. Yeah. And, um, and I, and the back of my, you know, I'm going like, oh shit, oh shit. You know, can I do this? Well, of course I can do it, but there's all of these other things, the hurdles I have to jump to, to make it happen. And I, I'm dreading that. Right. Because I have a job and family and whatever. Right. So. Ultimately, Ed says, how about I, how about I uh, get out of the middle here, don't be the middleman here, and you just talk to Wolf, and y'all figure it out. Right. And so I said, okay. And so I just, I just jumped in, and I, I called Wolf, excuse me for a second. Still spitting gummy bears. <laughs> At least they're not red anymore. <laughs> they're like the the coconut, the clear ones. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything, so that's good. Because I don't really like coconut. All right, anyway, so. Uh, so you call Wolf. Wolf I Hoffman. call Wolf. Yeah, I call Wolf Hoffman, the, the guitar god from, you know, the German metal guitar god from. The mighty from Except, and I'm like. Holy shit. But I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not calling, I'm not, I'm, I'm not calling to fanboy out much. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling him to, to tell him my, where I am. And he, he answers and I, and I'm like, I think he was on the phone with, uh, 
No, it was Ed that was on the phone with Bobby Blitz. He was on the phone with, with Ed, maybe, Wolf, and he was just hanging up, and he had told me that. And I said, yeah, man, it's me, and blah, blah, blah. And before I called Wolf, I had forwarded Ed. Convenient that I had these, just they're on YouTube. Um, there's a Watchtower's cover of Except Run If You Can. Yeah. And, uh, Igniter's cover of Fast as a Shark. These are right. both on YouTube. I grabbed those links and I sent them to Ed just to say, well, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to want me anyway. So I'll send them these couple of things and blah, 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 blah. Well, by the time I had gotten to Wolf, he had already listened to them. He'd already watched them and shared them with the band. So, all right. That okay. this, you know, it happened within 15, 20 minutes. All of this, the wheels were starting to spin and take shape um and uh i'm talking to wolf and i'm telling him what i told dad i go look man i'm not 100 percent. i'm hacking up a bunch of junk and you know it's allergy season and and uh i'm getting over a sinus infection and, I'm, and he's like ooh, ew, ooh, damn it another one you know god yeah. this sucks and blah, blah 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 and i'm like yeah tell me about it right Trading and one I, and I asked him. I, I asked him straight up. I go, look, it, did you listen to those songs that we sent you? And he's like, oh fuck yeah, oh oh yeah, it's a, it sounds great. Uh, I have my question. There's no more question about w w the abilities that you have in order to 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 you know to sing these songs. That's not it. It's logistics, right? And I go, yeah, you're right. Uh, and I told him, you know, I've got to I've got to call my bosses. I've got to I've got to you know, batten the hatches here a little bit and do a few things. He goes, well, let me, let me have a band meeting real quick with my constituents and, uh, and uh, management and blah, blah, blah. And, and let's talk in an hour. So I said, okay, so I'm sitting right here where I'm sitting now. And, uh, not nervous at all. I, I believe, well, yeah, because <laughs> I believe I had already started, uh, doing some research. Right. And, uh, was worried about a set list and what, you know, I don't, I, to be honest, I mean, I love Mark Tonia. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I'm probably fucking up his last name. I'm just saying how, what it looks like. Mark Tornillo. I've heard, I've heard Mark Tornillo. I've heard yeah. that. That just doesn't sound right. It might be correct. I don't know. doesn't matter. The guy is stand up as fuck. I'm a bit yes. of fan. TT quick. He's legend, 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 legend in that area. I mean, that's his fucking area. And I'm going into the snake pit. This, these right. are Mark people, not Jason people. It would right. be like him coming here to sing for toys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fucked up. I'm just trying to picture that. <laughs> but you understand now. You get it now, yeah. right? It yeah. And, like and I've seen Mark front except, and he's a great performer great singer yeah. uh he's one of those guys where you thought udo just couldn't be replaced and i don't uh, you know you can't replace udo but mark has stepped in and done a great job yeah. filling big shoes so he's yeah, been no, there he's been in those shoes for 12 fucking years five albums later that's right that's, that's huge so, so you're going into this and 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 you you know i'm going i'm going to sing for his band in his backyard what right 
Victor. And there's there's a there, they've got a new album out called Too Mean to Die that you're going to have to study. Yeah. You're going to have to study the the albums that came before that. So it's not just about going to sing Balls to the Wall and Fast as a Shark. It's about singing the classics and a mix of the the songs they've done since Mark has fronted the band. Right. So wow. Pure hell. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> so so yeah. when I, I'm sitting here right here and uh, I'm. Uh, Studying a little bit, I may have even, you know, hit print, you know, looked up some lyrics and hit print, started to listen to the Mark songs, familiarizing my studying, doing my job. Right. I may have already started that, even though I hadn't, it hadn't really come down that it was going to go or not. Uh, you can't start soon it, enough if you're talking to Wolf, right? Even if well, the answer is no. Well, it was. Got to be prepared. Well, it was kind of starting to look like, oh, shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I called my, in, in this interim here, I had called my boss and I said, hey, man, I got to talk to you. This, this is wild. This is wild. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I just like vomited it all out. And, and my boss was like, was like, okay, yeah, you got to do this shit. <laughs> this sucks for us, for the, for the school, you know. Right. But, but the, yeah, you got to do this. I'll, 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 I'll help you make you do, make do this. And I was like, okay. Three cheers for your me, boss. Let me, oh yeah. Let me call you back when it's on right. to confirm. Don't do anything yet. Let's wait a minute. Let's don't get too excited. Da, da, da. So yeah. And a lot of people out there and, and listening and like who saw the show or just heard about it via social media and were keeping tabs on it, they don't know this part. They don't know this like step-by-step -step play of how I had to <clears throat> walk over hot coals and change, change things, including my pants. You know, right. right. <laughs> yeah, everybody just uh, gets the word and all of a sudden you're on YouTube. And but right. but yeah, there, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have this episode is to yeah. let people know about all the the logistics and the timing. I mean, it's going down in a blur. And you, like you said, you have a lot of loose ends to tie up before you can even think about getting on that plane. Yeah, it wasn't like we had to build a wagon. It was like I had to walk to the cliff and dive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so everyone's on on cool and then i get i'm sitting here and i get a text from and it's almost an hour later exactly in in wolf professional fashion that says it's from wolf it says pack your bags wow <laughs> yeah and i was like oh wow. shit <laughs> so so you know i I got back in touch with everybody and I go, okay, it's, it's on, it's got to happen. You know, thanks for helping me facilitate this and blah, blah, blah. So I did what I had to do to, to, you know, get the other show directors at the school up to speed on what I needed for my shows. I direct and yada, yada. And, <clears throat> and then I start getting text messages from Ryan, their tour manager. Hi, I'm Ryan, the tour manager, and thanks for helping us out here. And I need some information from you and all of that kind of stuff that's kind of boring maybe to just anyone, but nerds who want to know how that works, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of things have to be talked about to sure. get, you know, I had to, I, I need, a, I need Ubers, I need plane fares, I need right. bus rides, I need, you know, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, uh, 
caught a flight at 7 a.m. So I had to work that that Tuesday. So this was, yeah, the night, the, the 18th, I'm sitting here, I would teach a lesson and then I would hit print again and, you know, put putting together my cheat sheets, you know, my poor man's teleprompter, because, you know, I'm going to need that. Right, right. You know, I don't know who can learn 18 except songs in 24 hours. I was going to ask, how many songs were you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, here's. <laughs> there's the set list. I, I mean, it's fucking, you know. Yeah. I get on, I get on a plane, 7 a.m. I have all my shit. I don't check any bags. I have everything carry on, you know. Uh, Traveling light. I get into Sarasota. I have a three-hour layover. I'm studying on the plane. Mm -hmm. uh, I get recognized on the plane. And they say, they see me studying. They go, they're like, hey, I, I'm a big fan. I know you, Jason, and I've been following you a long time and da 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 But I'm, I'm seeing you. I, I know some of those songs that you're, I'm sorry to be eavesdropping and looking over there, but I, I know some of those songs that you're, <laughs> that you're studying over there. I'm like, you think, you think there's, you, you don't, you don't think that a hundred bands have songs called Balls to the Wall? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty exclusive set list here. Well, I mean, you know, you got to have balls to write a song called Balls to the Wall. Yeah. So, I mean, ACDC has got big balls. She's got balls, but they don't have one called Balls to the Wall. <laughs> so is this a Dangerous Toys fan or a, just a Jason McMaster in general fan? Yeah, yeah it turned out that his brother-in-law played uh, played guitar in Activator, and I played bass in Activator for a couple uh, of years. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. That would have been 100 years ago so he's just a follower right okay which is awesome yeah but i was busted on the plane right <laughs> <laughs> not literally but yeah but yeah, yeah and so i kind of he's like those are accept songs and i'm like god damn it <laughs> cats out of the bag please don't tell anybody about what you're seeing right now and he goes oh i don't care i just think it's awesome sitting next to you and I'm going to Sarasota. I've got some property there and you know, the guy was cool. So why, why, why the secrecy? Tell us about that. Does, does accept not want anyone to know that this is going down until that, you're that on, early, actually on the stage or what? That are that early in the, in the game. I, I understand that, that play, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think it was, would be because, um, um, you know, they don't want people to go, oh, man, Mark's not going to be there. Fuck this. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Kind of the reaction when Brian wasn't going to be there and it was going to be Axel. Oh, man, that's that's weird. I don't want to see that. And then and then I find out later on, me personally uh, looking into it, that people were super bummed when, like, the phone fan fo footage came out of Axel fucking killing it. Yeah. Sounded yeah. kick-ass with ACDC. You right know? now this okay, is on so a much, much smaller level you know what i mean yeah but i don't it think makes they, sense yeah makes they were sense. trying to sort of like not rip the band-aid off right know? they wanted it to be oh man mark's sick that's a bummer what are they gonna do and then so thursday would have been i was in jim jim thorpe pennsylvania mm -hmm. uh, which i think they call that the Poconos. I don't know. I could be wrong. But anyway, it's in the middle of nowhere-ish, right? Beautiful yeah. venue called Penn's Peak. And I have uh, an autographed 
because uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, of course. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Too Mean to Die tour poster. This is wow. the... <clears throat> there's a reason I'm, I'm extremely glad that I, I grabbed one of these uh, after the meet and greet. Yes, I was doing meet and greets with Excel. I was going to ask about as, that. As like the redheaded stepchild friend who's like, you know, the odd cousin on the Brady Bunch, that little fart. <laughs> That's what I felt like. So were you Brady were Bunch. you asked to sign any copies of Restless and Wild or Breaker or any or, or I, Balls to the Wall I, or anything? I signed about six or seven Dangerous Toys albums. Really? People, wow. People awesome. got the word. People got the word literally hours before that sh before this show. This was uh, Thursday, October twentieth. Um, but did, did did anyone uh, put an accept album in front of you and want you to sign that? N no, there were a couple of people that had me sign the back of like a like the the meet and greet. You know, you get a poster, you get sure. a it, you get a you know, it's a paid meet and greet. You get all that. I can understand. You get a kick ass goodie bag that had the old lion logo on it. Except yeah. with the lion, I fucking love that logo. It's just regal. Yeah, and a goodie bag had all this cool shit in it—a keychain or whatever, you know, that kind of shit. Right. And so it came with a pro a promo photo, and I had signed a, uh, the back of a couple of those. Right. But I was like, "Are you sure? I mean, this is not my gig. I mean, I'm a guest here, and uh, you know, cordial and cool." And I did not overstep any boundaries, and that was my goal: is boundaries. Right. right. I asked permission. So many times I was probably being fucking annoying to their camp, to their tour manager, to the band, to their crew, to and they were all laughing, going, dude, you don't have to ask. You're with us, man. Put this laminate on and shut up. Walk around like you own the fucking place. And I'm like, no, because I don't, man. I'm leaving in a couple of days and I'm right. going to miss you guys. And well, it's professional courtesy. If that. Yeah, well, at, at, I, at the least, and I'm trying to be, uh, you know, I'm a fish out of water, and I'm I'm here to help you guys, and I want you guys to look good, and I'm gonna have my fun, and you guys are gonna not. Let's try to not have accept skip a beat at all. Right I'm here to help you guys, and so the uh, the night that I arrived, which would have been Wednesday night. I had a three-hour layover in Sarasota. I was flying into Allentown, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And then a, a, quite a long Uber ride to to the hotel. Um, funny thing is the, the, the tour manager's name is Ryan. And Ryan, who's great, he works for Sebastian Bach. He knows Bobby. The crew knows Bobby Jarzombek through Sebastian Bach. They're pretty part of Sebastian's crew. Okay. And uh, Ryan goes, goes, just tell the Uber, make sure you tell the Uber driver that you're me. And at this point, I, I don't know what Ryan really looks like. <laughs> I don't know what anybody looks like, really. Not really. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Text messages and phone calls and shit. And uh, so I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. So, you know, I'm not long at the airport. And uh, why do you have to tell the Uber guy that you're Ryan? Well, he bought uh, Ryan paid for the Uber. Oh, I see. It's okay. on his account, right? Okay, gotcha. So okay. it's just the way that they he had to do it. He had to do it. So the funny thing is, is you know, the guy pulls up and it's the right car, and he he opens the door and he goes, "Ryan," I go, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> and he goes, "Man, you look totally different than your picture." So Ryan is shorter, 
short hair. He's got some scruff, you know, you know, some facial hair, dark. Right. He's a brunette. We, <laughs> there's no way in hell <laughs> that, that you're related that that I look like Ryan, right? <laughs> yeah, not that Ryan. And and I'll say this: thank thank you, Ryan, for everything you did for me because yeah. the guy was just a an army general. The guy just took care of it all and so nice about everything and really really seems to care um uh about production and logistics and he's he was smart he runs sound he he's the front of house guy for the band as well wow. anyway uh, thank you ryan so ryan the, the uber driver is calling me ryan the whole time in the car mm -hmm. and there's they're warning me wolf's like ryan's like texting me in the back i'm supposed to be ryan but yeah. ryan's texting me going <laughs> there's no food around a wolf chimes in and he goes there's no food around here and ryan all is also on the text and he says get the uber driver to pull over and y'all get some food and i'll up his tip a little bit and i'm like oh sweet so we get some sandwiches or whatever and <clears throat> while i'm in a gas station getting some bullshit to for the room uh uber driver super nice cat can't remember the guy's name uh comes running into the gas station, the store, and goes, Ryan. <laughs> hey, and you Ryan. don't turn around. <laughs> no, I turned around. I was the only one in there. I turned around. Yeah, that's me. You know, oh, yeah, that's me. And he says, uh, hey, there's a subway right up the street. You want to do that? Man, I've already got this. These people are nice in here. Let's, you know, no, I'm cool. All right, just letting you know. <laughs> so I get back in, and he keeps calling me Ryan, you know, and I'm like, no sleep. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. I, I barely slept two, two hours tops of yeah. sleep. Cause I had to get up at like four or some shit. Stupid. Oof. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> get to, I get to the hotel and I'm texting Ryan. I'm in the hotel. Yay. He's like, awesome. Oh, phew, God damn it. You know? <laughs> um, and I start studying immediately. I'm eating, you know, Sandwiches from a gas station, listening with headphones on, listening to accept. Going, okay, Jason, stay calm. Just keep, dude, just keep practicing. Just keep working. And it's more mindful. I'm not, if I'm singing, I'm like humming it, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm doing Mickey Mouse. I'm, I'm in a hotel. I'm not going to bust out, you know? Plus, I'm saving my voice, too. Right, right. I'm, and I'm sick. So, <clears throat> that's pretty much how i how how in, in a in a 24 hour span kind of a you know from like tuesday morning until wednesday dinner time ish yeah that's pretty much where we are right there so wolf eventually like and i'd already been in the room an hour and a half or longer and i get a text from wolf like are you here and i'm like fuck yeah i'm here i'm practicing song he's like what are you doing i said i'm learning your shit <laughs> What do you think I'm doing? It was kind of wasn't my my attitude. Right. It was kind of fun. It was kind of funny, right? It was funny to me. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm 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 busy. I'm kind of busy right now, Mr. Hoffman. You know, You're not laying around the pool or. He anything. goes, is it okay to come come by and say hi? And I'm like, oh fuck, of course. I'm in your house, dude. You know. Yeah. Have so you met him, him before? No. Okay. First meeting no, with Wolf Hoffman. I, I uh, well, I, I I've seen Accept a bunch of times back in the '80s. You know, sure. I saw him with Saxon a couple times. I. Uh, I saw him at the Austin Opera House. I saw him at the Austin City Coliseum. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those. But yeah. This is going to be your first face to face meeting. And, and you got. Yeah, business I, on the I, I went to an in-store real quick. I went to an in-store at the old Waterloo Records when it was on the South Slide Lamar, when it was real small. Same place I met Rev, Raven and Metallica in 83. It was probably 84 that I met except in the same little tiny room. Yeah. And I was really focused on Udo. I was like, you know, probably yeah. I, I fucking Udo, you know. <laughs> And I had a cassette tape of Watchtower that I gave to him. Yeah. And he, you know, I remember Udo, he didn't say anything. He just looked at me and he like shook it, like chuk, 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 put it in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this, it's a cassette tape. Why are you shaking it? Right. Like, is this a bomb? You know, kind of, I'm like, <laughs> like, he didn't say anything. I just kind of, I just bowed to him like, you know, cordially and, and, bowed out yeah uh that was i didn't get to talk or hang out with except it was just like oh my god rock stars you know so yeah so, so wolf comes I, I'm, to your I'm room. trying to i'm trying to be cordial again here and i'm i want to meet wolf at the door so i don't you know knock 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 and then oh shit oh shit oh shit i'd rather have him get off the elevator so you know he knows what to look for and i'm a little bit in shambles you know i think i took a hot shower when i got there just to get the airport off of me yeah. So I was kind of like disheveled because I was, you know, I didn't look pretty or anything. And that's fine, whatever. And uh, I'm standing in the doorway. And as I'm leaning out the door, kind of waiting on Wolf, I see like two doors down or literally next door, maybe, which is, you know, he was probably 15 feet away. I see this guy and I don't know what anyone really looks like. And mm -hmm. it's Uva. Uva Lulis is the... I don't want to call him guitar number three, except has not even to my knowledge for a while now, stepped it up to three guitar players. Right. Real quick. A lot of people might wonder why three guitar players? Well, there's a lot of bands that have always had three guitar players. And let me explain my version of that to you. Okay. Let's talk about except so when they play those super long fucking epic heavy metal guitar solos that are all in harmony. Yeah. Or then unison and then harmony again. And it's like, a you know, it takes up half the song. It's like this giant chunk of awesomeness in the song. And you can sing. The whole audience can sing those memorable solos. And they're in harmony and tandem and stuff. What's going on underneath that? Bass and drums. Right. Sometimes bass, even though not in, not all the time in except or or in Pantera or Van Halen where there's only one guitar player, sometimes it's just bass and drums and it fucking works. In in heavy music and fucking, you know, metal that's not so boogie-woogie and stuff, a lot of times, and even in like Pantera, as I just said, you can hear Dimebag playing rhythm guitar underneath his guitar solos. Common, mm -hmm. super common. Okay, well, live, there's nothing back there and it sounds fine. Right. So in this matter, this is just my opinion. I didn't ask Wolf, hey, what's up with three guitar players? You know, it was more like this is badass because when uh, Philip Schaus and Wolf are up front doing their thing, there's fucking heavy rhythm guitar going on underneath it and it still sounds sonic. Right? Yeah, yeah. So when you don't have the rhythm as full as it should be in a heavy metal band with all these like neoclassical shredding going on up front, <clears throat> you got to have that heavy rhythm. And I love it. I love yeah. it. that It stays fucking chunky 
you know, uh, right. while there's noodles on top. Nothing drops so, out. So Uva is leaning out his door like me, and he sees me, and I'm like, I don't know his name. I'm just like, he's got to be in the, we're in the boonies. That's That's got to be one of the dudes, right? And long I'm hair. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, and he, he's smiling and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going like this and I, and I did this, I threw him the horns and he threw the horns back and I like, okay, it's one of me international salute. Right. 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 So he comes out and he, and I, and I, I go, Hey man, I'm Jason. He goes, I, I'm Uva. And I said, can you say, excuse me? <laughs> Uva. And I said, Okay, I'll I'll get it in a couple of days, <laughs> and uh, that was embarrassing. But he comes in and we start chatting, and he goes, "What are you doing? If you need any help, let me know. You know, blah blah blah. I can send you some link links to songs and versions that we've been doing, and blah blah blah." blah. Him and Wolf are extremely instrumental in making sure that I was listening to the correct versions of the songs, and uh, then Wolf knock on the door, and Uva answers. And we're in, we're in my room. So it's me yeah. and Uva and Wolf. And we're like sitting there just chatting about this thing and how it's going to go and how Mark's feeling and yada, yada, yada. And I ask Uva while we're waiting for Wolf, previous to Wolf's arrival, I, I ask Uva, what, what's your, uh, what's your, your background? He goes, I was in Gravedigger for 15 years. I think I said, oh, shit, like that loud. I, he was in. <laughs> he's a heavy metal legend a german metal god himself on okay. his own right yeah he was a grave digger for 15 years so of course he has other shit going on too right and i was like oh man this just got how could it get better i'm hanging out with these german lords right of metal yeah and um so you know we're wolf's in there we're talking and we're chatting and i'm like hey i just want to say tell you guys first that uh, thank you for the opportunity. I, I'm extremely happy more above all to be able to help you guys out because uh, you're in a very sort of a dire situation. Uh, this has to be, I'm a Band-Aid, you know, and this is going to keep you guys going. And I realize what it is. And I promise you I, I'll do my best. And, you know, the gentleman, I was being the gentleman. Yeah. And said, Wolf, can we call Mark? I would like to talk to Mark right now. Like almost like a, okay. He goes, okay, sure. And he calls Mark and he's talking to Mark and here you go, man. He's Mark. So I, I grab the phone and I, I just have a conversation with Mark and I basically tell him the same thing. Yeah. Like this is, I, how are you feeling? You, Cause he sounded fine. He sounded great. He goes, man, I took some, you know, doctors sent me some pills and I'm, um, I'm actually feeling a lot better. And, uh, I'm thinking this one more day and, and I might be able to come out there and join you. I'm like, kick ass. I can't fucking wait to meet you. Yeah. I've been a fan a long time. You're a king, man. It's fucking legend. Da, 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 da. So he's elsewhere. He's been, he's been left behind in the tour. He's, he's in New Jersey. He's at home. Okay. He's, he's at, at home, home get TLC, rest. Right. Okay. No singing. He's, uh, he's on strict doctor's right. demands. And, uh, you know, took penicillins, steroids, you know, all that shit. Because he, right. he was down. He did three shows with damage. He was, yeah. he, was, he was swollen. 
his throat was like closed up. Yeah. Uh, from the drainage and just swollen up. And he was, he knew he needed some, and anyway, it's, it, it's, uh, it's too bad that that happens to a singer, but it does. Right. Sure. Um, so he was so fucking cool, Dave. He was yeah. so cool. Yeah. He was just like one of the boys, man. He was just so, he reminded me of angry Anderson a little bit. How he's just uh, like, fuck, you know, fuck. And, you know, it's just like a regular dude hanging out at the bar, you know? Right. He was and he's uh, he wishing was, you well and he's offering words of encouragement and support was, and all that stuff. I was doing the same to him. We were just holding each other up the whole time. You know? Yeah. He was thanking yeah. me and I was thanking him. No, it's more about you and your health and you come back when you want. This is your house. You know, I'm just here to be here and have a foot in the door and keep it open for you. Yeah. Got along like thieves yeah great so um they split uh no rehearsal no no rehearsal no rehearsal we get to the venue the next day (laughs) we uber over oh i meet all the guys i meet all the guys in the lobby uh i had met jeff the guitar tech uh who has worked for fate's warning with bobby and i think sebastian with bobby bobby jorzombek so right. stories are going and bobby we're talking about the thumb and the, <laughs> the whole jarzombek thing jarzombek thumb yeah yeah every all, all the legendary talk, he is. The, you know he uh jeff knew about ronnie you know and he we talked about ronnie and anyway um i meet all the guys in the lobby and they're the nicest nicest guys in the world oh and and uh that morning uh phil Philip Schaus had brought me some emergency and I was down in that stuff like, you know, water. Philip, by the way, uh, one of the guitar players currently in Accept, uh, his background, he plays in Ace Fraley's solo band and he played with Gene Simmons as well. Um, That's right. So That's yeah, right. An- another another guy who's got some serious... Amazing Pretty musicians, cool. all, all of them. So Martin Motnick, the bass player, used to play with Uli John Roth, as well as a thousand other bad motherfuckers. Uh, the drummer, Christopher Williams, I think did a stint with Gene and with Philip. Okay, yeah. Uh, but he's he's played with everybody. And uh, side note, a band that... Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, he's from... Christopher Williams is from... South Carolina, I think. And he had a band. I don't remember what his band was called, but he had a, he was in a band back in 2007 that opened for Broken Teeth at a club called Ground Zero in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Wow. And he had a picture on his Facebook page of his drum kit, not of the show or anything, from right. that gig. Oh, wow. And he showed me, here's my drum kit on that stage the night that we opened for you guys. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's crazy, dude. He goes, small ass world. And he's yeah, probably no, the, younger, the younger guy in the group right now. And so we, we got along historically. And Uvo was just really funny and, and uh, just awesome. And uh, Philip was the nicest guy in the world. So you you got you had no rehearsal. So the first time you screamed into a mic, you were on stage fronting. Except, well, we did the whole set uh, for soundcheck. Oh, geez. So hold on a second. Pause for a second. That was the only soundcheck because except does not soundcheck. Oh wow! Okay. 
So here's the deal. Everybody has those in-ears, in-ear mm -hmm. monitors, and that's a digital thing. So it's not like, oh, we have to dial it in because of the room. You know, some days the ceiling is low and some days the ceiling high. Well, sound reacts to mass differently. It's science. Right. But if it's if it, you're wearing some kind of headphones, doesn't matter where you are. It's the same all the time, and everybody's controlling their own their own monitor mix and their head and their cans. Right. All night long, and no one even knows. Right. Right. So they don't need to sound check, and they're so fucking rehearsed they don't need. It was a sound check for me just to see how things felt. They right. want. It was like I was there. I was gonna. I mean, how, I, how I was, was that first run through for you? How was it? Well, we the first song is uh, Zombie Apocalypse, mm -hmm. which is off Too Mean to Die. And uh, they, uh, I think. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> and, you're right. And, uh, uh, so it's a new song. Yeah, and I had to, and so, you know, we we do the whole song that, and, I, and I, I'm okay, because I've got my poor man's teleprompter. Oh, yeah. Back up a little bit. When I walk into the venue and, you know, I hadn't even seen a dressing room or anything yet. I've got all my shit with me. And I walk, you know, through the the corral there and I get in, I get up the, up the ramp and onto the side stage. And the first person I bump into, because I'm just going, whoa, this is incredible. And I'm seeing the stage and the accept cabinets stacked three high and it's huge and it's like fuck this is beautiful beautiful yeah. venue and i turn around and there's billy kossuth who ran sound for dirty looks at the, at the shows that we just did oh wow okay from you're, pennsylvania yeah yeah makes sense right i was just in pennsylvania with dirty looks and here's when I right. told Paul Lydell about that, he was like, well, that makes sense because he lives right there. And he's like, that's what he does for a living. He runs sure. monitors and front of house for every fucking he's on every crew that comes every major tour that comes through there. He's on the crew. Right. I was like, duh, I could have. So I took a photo with him and uh, hopefully Jared puts it in the montage. And now you'll know who's this guy with a big gray Afro. That's Billy Kossuth, who wow. used to run sound for kicks, you know, cause that's mm -hmm. kicks territory, Pennsylvania, sure. Maryland, all that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, we, we run the set and you know, from the first verse, those guys are all looking at each other and laughing and smiling and giggling. And so I knew that after I, you know, the song started and I got in, that these these guys were going to be okay with me yeah so then it just it went on and on this is actually an augmented set this is the set that they do with mark and they okay. had taken <clears throat> they had taken a few things out yeah so uh, so, so the ones me, that go ahead let me interrupt real quick uh because this 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 is going to segue nicely into a question that was posted on our social media oh, okay uh, one of our one of our viewers, a guy named Jason Swiderski. I hope I'm getting his name correct. It sounded uh, good. Swiderski. Yeah. yeah. And he wanted to know if there was any if there were any changes necessary to the set list to accommodate your voice or to accommodate anything. It, was there any alterations to the set list? Yeah. And on top of that, the second question he had was, were there what songs were most challenging for you to either to either grasp the lyrics even though you had your poor man's teleprompter or mm -hmm. to actually project and sing the songs so two questions was the set list altered to accommodate you and which songs were the most challenging for you the answer is is yes uh 
but it wasn't for my voice as much as it was for they were very aware that I was more familiar with the older material than the new material. That's a no brainer, right? Right. right. So uh, October 20th at Penn's Peak in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, the set was Zombie Apocalypse. That's new. Restless and Wild, Living for Tonight, London Leather Boys, Overnight Sensation, that's Mark's song, Midnight Mover, okay, old stuff, and then they have this thing they call Riff Orgy. <laughs> what album is that on? <laughs> that's, a med that's a medley, I'm about to tell you what it is. The medley is made up of, this is badass, and I was so happy that they kept me on this for all four, even the, the shows with Mark, too. Right. It's, it's a medley of Demon's Night. Mm -hmm. Fucking love that one. Great song. Starlight. Ooh. Losers and Winners. Love and that song. And Flash Rockin' Man. Love that one too. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good orgy. Yeah, that was a riff orgy. So, and then uh, and then Neon Knights. Yes. Neon Knights, and then Princess of the Dawn. This is this is Thursday, uh, and then Fast as a Shark, mm -hmm. and then Metal Heart, mm -hmm. and then Teutonic Terror, which is Mark, and right. then Pandemic, and then we leave and we come out and we do Breaker and Balls. Wow, Breaker. Balls, breaker balls. Uh, no, breaker and then balls to the wall. Right. Now, the difference in that is that was that was catered to more or less to me. Yeah. Only okay. just for Jason's question. Only because I was less familiar with uh, the mark material, which makes sense, right? Right. So so the next three nights were, were zombie apocalypse. That's the same. Symphony of pain. That's Mark too. See, mm -hmm. right into Restless. Uh, then they then Mark pulls me out. You know, he talks about let's talk about the elephant in the room. You know, I've been sick and I'm getting better. And thank you guys for the support and all the kind words. But we invited a friend out here to help us, man. And we're going to invite him on here. And let y'all give a warm welcome. And he pulls he pulls me out there, and it's like yay. And then I do London Leather Boys and Midnight Mover. And then I'm like, you know kiss the babies and da, da 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 and i split and mark comes back out all right i'll give jason a hand. you know it was tag team a little yeah, bit. yeah okay so this it's is like show number two yeah yeah, yeah. so it's okay. mark for three me for two mark for three me for two kind of like that okay. but tag to, to, team. so i do london leather boys midnight mover he comes out does overnight sensation hung drawn and quartered mm -hmm. that's yeah uh and and it's something called the abyss now these, I'm being honest, those, those last three, I don't know those. Right. Like those aren't even on my list. I was not given those to learn. Right. Wolf, okay. Wolf knew that. Wolf knows, yeah. knows that. So he's thinking of Mark. It's Mark. It's about mm -hmm. Mark. It's about Mark anyway. Right. Bless his soul. Uh, and then uh, after the abyss, Mark pulls me out again. Yeah, Jason's gonna come out here and sing some old shit. You know, I come out and do the riff orgy, which is that medley of old shit, which is so fucking awesome. Yeah. And I had to learn what they're doing of each tune in that, by the way. Right. Which segment? They're basically doing a, a verse and a chorus, and then they do like a big shebang and they go into the next one, verse and chorus, and then they go into a next one and da 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 da. The only one that wasn't like verse chorus into the next thing was Starlight. They do the big 
interim solo, the harmony solo. You know, and that's an Uva. I think that's an, no, no, I can't remember. It might've been Uva that comes out and does that with, with Wolf. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, and then uh, ends with, what was it? Uh, winner, losers and Winners and Flash Rockin' Man, which were like verse chorus. Yeah. Then, then Breaker. Yeah. And, and unbeknownst to me on, this would have been Friday, Mark's uh, night back when he comes back, uh, he walks out and goes, I'm going to do this one with you. Yeah, come on. And we sort of tag team and switch verses and sing the choruses together. Yeah. Fucking so fun. Wow. So, yeah. So fun. Just to yeah. like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. gritty vocals chiming together was like fucking heavy. So is there any point when you're on the stage with these guys and you're singing these songs, a lot of them songs that you grew up with and admire, you've admired for decades. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're a professional and you're caught up in the moment and you're just delivering the goods, but is there any point where you're just grinning ear to ear? Cause you can't believe you're on a stage with Wolf Hoffman and singing flash rock and man or something like that. Any pinch me moments? Well, yeah, but it was mainly when I would sort of like turn to one of the guys sort of like secretly to see if they were glaring dirty looks at me like, man, he's fucking this up, you know, or whatever, because I'm going to be honest, I wasn't perfect. Yeah. Well, you couldn't be expected to be perfect. I, I was not perfect. Yeah. Um, I did the best I could do. Some songs were way better than, than others. I feel like I did, you know, mostly my best work, I have to say, was the obvious ones. Right. You know, which would have been uh, Breaker and, you know, Restless and Wild and Shark. Right. You know. Talk about Shark. That London song. Leather Boys, I was, by, by the third night, London Leather Boys was starting to, Midnight Mover and London Leather Boys was coming together. Yeah. Talk about Fast as a Shark, because that song opens with the legendary scream. And so in your yeah. mind and in your lungs and in your diaphragm and in your guts, are you like, how, that's got to be like being at the starting line, just waiting for the gun to go off. <laughs> well, the, you... fir the first song, uh, Zombie Apocalypse, starts the same way. Okay. It doesn't have that, you know, high D, high do, high da. It doesn't have right. all that. It has, uh, it has some riffage, and then before the drums come in, there I think there's this just this rip roaring, you know. Devil you got you, you have to know that with Fast as a Shark, everybody's got you under a microscope because they all have known that scream for you know forty years or thirty five years, however old, old that song is. Yeah, so, but if you've got any adrenaline and you know, you know, a little bit about how to use your voice like that, it's kind of like, I mean, I know what you're saying, but yeah, that was something that me and Mark, we kind of probably shouldn't take for granted. Yeah. I can do a gig if I can do that scream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be okay tonight if I can go, you know, rah, you know, if I can do that. So, right. So was there any point uh, you started this whole conversation by by 
basically admitting that you weren't a hundred percent, you were a little under the weather. Yeah. And to finish for Jason's question, the the rest of the set list that we did for the three nights with Mark, with the tag team kind of thing was uh, after we both did breaker, he would stay and do undertaker princess of the dawn. And then not not unbeknownst to me, because if you look here, if you look at fast as a shark, see the thing, the things in brackets, that's all me. Uh Those are the ones I was doing. Right. for Shark, he would come out and he's like, man, I'm going to do this one with you. Or, or no, it was like, hey, Jason, get get your ass out here. Help me sing this one. You know, and he would say it into the mic and everyone would be like, oh, this is going to be, you know, yeah. he would set it up like, hey, man, come on, you know. And so we would did Shark together and then I would peel off and wave and, you know, kind of thing. And then he would do uh, Metal Heart, Teutonic Terror and Pandemic, which is those those Mark songs are in the same place as they were on thursday with when right. it was just me and then they didn't and i wasn't doing son of a bitch they do son of a bitch and then of course balls to the wall but this he would pull me out for balls to the wall but they go into i'm a rebel so they were closing with i'm a rebel on those last three nights yeah. which is fucking awesome yes of i'm a rebel i saw some of the youtube clips it was awesome yeah and i'm basically the cheerleader which is kind of right anyway i was there i was the band-aid i was there to to just kind of be the annoying (laughs) (laughs) because here's the deal uh and this we can start talking about this now we've been on here about an hour listen i just want to say i had the greatest time of my life i was in someone else's house for the most part the fans there was a couple of haters. It was, you know, a guy in the front row with his arms crossed, shaking his head, going, nope, <laughs> nope, wearing a, a, an Accept shirt, you know, yeah. nope, fuck this guy, you know, right in dead center, right in front of me. Yeah. And, I, you know, I just had to ignore that because mm-hmm. they have, right. I'm in someone else. I'm standing in someone else's shoes. I totally get it. I'm not going to get mad at anyone for having an opinion about coming to see their favorite fucking band and some, some assholes standing where, yeah, some asshole (laughs) from Texas is in here going, what? I don't fuck this guy. This, you know, well, here's, here's, I want to make a point right there because I was following all of the, the social media posts and the videos. And I was, I was looking at all the comments and I have to say, I was, first of all, I was, let me just say, first of all, that I was so proud of you, man. I was just, I think I texted you one morning after the first gig and there was videos already up on YouTube. And I was sitting in this room where I'm sitting right now watching you on my computer screen. And I was jumping around the room. I was so happy and excited and proud for you. It was awesome. And then I started paying attention to the comments because I'm just, I know how people are on the internet. I'm waiting for the trolls. I'm waiting for the haters. I'm waiting for all the people that are going to go, what's this cock rocker from dangerous toys doing on, you know, fronting except, and I got to tell you, man, 99.99% of the comments, which blew my mind were absolutely 100% positive, uh, they were echoing what I just said. They were proud of you there. They, they couldn't believe what a great job you were doing. And I, you know, that is very rare on the internet. You, you look at any social media post about any band and a substitute singer, and it's going to be half down the middle. People hate it and people think it's great, but you overwhelmingly got 
raging support from around the world, all the comments I saw. And this isn't just one gig. This is how many gigs did you do? Four? Well, I, d I did four. And I think that the results of the, of the you know, the, let's call them the dailies. The dailies after the Thursday show, which was just the one Mark had to miss, uh, where I had to hold the mic all night, you know, I... I expect, which is where the hate, where the only physical hater that I actually could see with my own eyes. Uh, you know, there were some songs where he was that, that, that hater down there was having a, the time of his life. And I could see him having the time of his life. But when eye contact, he was like, nope, you ain't getting any yeah. love from me, son, you know, kind of a, <laughs> kind of a thing. But for the most part, when I would interact with crowd, with, with the folk in the audience yeah they were very supportive like when i went and like you know was trying to get reactions and you know let's pump up the room let's have a great time let's you know make our metal faces and let's celebrate this and let's do the best we can and have a great time tonight which was my job yeah all of the like you said 99.9999 whatever french yes. love balloons um they loved it they were reacting positively. Now it was, if you go back an hour earlier in the meet and greet, I was almost invisible. There were people going, Hey, nice to meet you. Cool. But it wasn't about me. They were all about the band. They were, and they need to be all about the band. And I expected that. So there were things that I was going, this is going better than I thought because I could, I, it's almost like I've done this before. I mean, the yeah. whole, like, I'm the odd man out. This is not my gig. I know I, and, and, and once again, probably annoying the band. Are you sure you guys want me in the meet and greet? Because they're like, fuck yeah, man, you're with us. We need a unified front. We need to be strong together. And that whole thing. And I was like, man, that's badass, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'll only sign and do photos with people who want to do that. So yeah. the first night here comes the guy with a stack of dangerous toy shit. I'm like, <laughs> okay cool yeah cool man that's so, awesome yeah so yeah i mean it was it was hard like you said and thank you for all the the support and and uh i got a lot of hometown love i think that any haters are going to be in reviews or that were at the show people that were at the show if they have the the power of the pen you know or the or the laptop or mm -hmm. whatever to talk shit I think they would have already. Oh yeah. There's been a few reviews that say that make me feel like, and this is, I'm totally fine with this. Um, they're not derogatory whatsoever, but they say Mark is back and he sounds, he sounds fantastic. And, and uh, you know, Jason sang a couple songs too, but Mark is back. And you know, right. it's almost like they, they were like, it, to me, it was like, it makes me ask the question. I feel like they're wondering the same thing I am is like, Mark could do this gig. He's back. He sounds fantastic. He could do this gig on his own. Right. And it makes me feel like, and I, well, I had some of this on my shoulder a little bit, like, I don't really need to be here. Like these guys are being nice because they've, this is a hole that got dug with by circumstance and they want to honor it yeah stand up that's Which fucking is, stand that's, up as fuck yes that's class that's 
that's yes. awesome because Stand yeah, up as fuck. they, could have, they yeah. could have sent you home, you know, after a couple gigs or whatever, uh, the fact that they kept you around and wanted you to be part of it, uh, is a, is a testament to what a class organization that is. It's and true. It's props. fucking, yeah, it's true. Big props true. to them. I, I, yeah, I, man, you know, I was, I would, I'd wake up in the morning and I'm, I'm waiting for your text or I would text you and I was like, tell me how it went last night. And, uh, what can I post on social media? And I looked forward to those updates every day, man. It was, I was caught up in it from a distance, you know, but man, I was just, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man, I was giddy for you. It was such, it was so cool to see the videos and see all that positive feedback from commenters and social media when I was expecting, uh, just, you know, by the nature of the internet, half the people on the internet are haters and trolls. And it was nothing but love for you. And I, I, I thought that was wonderful. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, I felt the love. I mean, my phone, my phone was blowing up. I think it was like, it was, <laughs> we were in the middle of that sound check on Thursday. And when I put the microphone down, I pulled out my phone and it was like 30 text messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hadn't even, hadn't even done a gig. Yeah. The announcement was out except worldwide had put out, you know, a, a statement right? Saying, saying what's going on. Let's welcome Jason. He's going to do a great job. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, that made me feel good that they were doing that. They were letting people know because it gave to me, it finally gave people a chance to either go, do I want to go to see this guy sing for except this is kind of, it's history making, no matter how you slice it, good or bad. Yeah, it's history making because that one time Jason sang for Accept, you know. Yeah. yeah, and that's 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 what it is. That one time I got to sing for Accept, it's kind of like, you know, the movie rock star comes. Yeah, to it's yeah. kind of like that. It's kind of funny that it's like that. I, I I think it's great that you not only did a great job, but that they they treated you so well. And then and yeah. then they 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 put a there was some posts on social media from the accept camp after the fact, thanking you for a job well done. One of the guys even said verbatim, "This guy saved our ass." And uh, this is one of the guys in the band. I, I think it was the drummer. Yeah, Christopher and, Christopher was saying that, and he kept he kept telling me, "Dude, you're." you're keeping us on the road. This is a, this is a great thing. And in the, yeah. on, on a side note, I rolled out of the bunk. Uh, it was, uh, would, this would have been Friday morning, like early breakfast time. And, uh, I had, I had, I had opened my eyes and pulled out my phone and there was a post already from the bands with a picture of Mark saying, Mark is back. Mm -hmm. He's coming to sing tonight. And there's no mention of me at all. And it's a super that. positive rah, rah, rah kind of thing. And I'm not mentioned. And it's like, okay, maybe I should get packing <laughs> and start talking to these guys like, man, thanks for the opportunity. This is, you know, sort of pet the calf and hum be humble and, and, and get an Uber to the airport. And I get, I roll out of my bunk and Uva is standing right there getting his shit, just trying to go in the hotel. It's morning. Right. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, I just saw a, an official, you know, statement that Mark's mm -hmm. coming back. And you guys, I just fucking told him right straight to his face. You guys still need me? Right. Yeah. Am I still? And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we need you. Yeah, you're going to, you know, what if there was all this what if there's unanswered questions. You know, Mark needs some help. He, he's not 100 percent, but 
you know, let's, let's, we're going to do this together and we, you'll sing a couple songs. We'll see how it goes. We need you. We need you. We need you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt better with that reaffirmation from the band the entire time, Dave, that we got to keep you out here until we can get Mark one more day off so we can make sure that he's feeling and dude by by sunday night he's fucking he sounded so fucking good on sunday i was like i could have just stayed in the bus you know yeah watching yeah. movies and shit <laughs> well as yeah. our good buddy felix griffin posted on uh social media he made the point that uh what a what a memorable night for those people in the crowd that got to see you and mark on the yeah. stage together uh because as you said earlier all of these dates were historical in their own right but what a what a one-two punch to be able to see both of you guys if you were in the crowd on one of those nights yeah and i i appreciate any anything like that thank you to felix and i got text messages from uh from erica who used to sing for igniter and i fully respect her and her talents and and just her mind and her brain and her support she was and a lot of people like that do i that i have respect for like immense respect for they were like dude you you're killing it this is great and everyone here is so happy for you and i was just like really put it in 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 the right light and and i was not out to get the adulation or the press or anything to be extremely crystal clear i was just going to help these guys out yeah because i love the band yes and that's the first thing on the plate now the facts are true everything the truths about that i get to work with mark Tornillo, who is a fucking legend, and I'm in his backyard singing his fucking songs with his band, that's huge. She yeah. might generate some haters, maybe not, but I have his blessing, and I'm going into the snake pit, and he's got them all tame. Yeah. And it's his shit. So I love you, Mark, for being such a stand-up professional and just cool, down-to-earth motherfucker. Yeah, uh, and we know a lot of the same people. And he told stories. He was holding court. Oh my God! Uh, I ran into Eddie Javaruski, who's from that area, who was the production manager on the first Dangerous Toys tour. Went to Europe with the toys. So, and he and he knows Mark from when he was a kid. So I'm hanging out with Eddie Javaruski and Mark Tornillo, and I'm like, fuck, this is crazy as shit. Because I'm with people that I know that I've spent my livelihood with you know cutting my teeth and dangerous toys who was there you know we were young men and now yeah. we're old men and here this shit is happening it's bringing us all together there's was a whole lot of that going yeah. on and i fucking love that and making history again kind of a thing in my eyes just in yeah. my eyes and not even on the spectrum but on the spectrum like you're saying not only did i have the love of my friends and my family and the support but it was it was happening within their camp and who knows what's happening in the audience and on social media until after the fact yeah. and once again i'm still expecting i don't know why I mean, i'm glutton for punishment i don't know i'm still expecting someone to go jason should have gone home that friday Fuck that <laughs> mark sounded awesome 
You know well, what? It hadn't happened yet. I think, yeah, and it won't if it hasn't yet. Uh, I, and I think Accept is smart to keep you on board as an insurance policy. I mean, you never know. It, just because you feel good one day, you as a singer know this better than anybody. You could come back and have a good night, and that night wears you out, and then you're crap the next day. Yeah, so, I, 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 you have to think about the logistics, and you have to think about what what fire you're building because it can bite you in the ass. I mean, this could have really exploded in a negative way. Uh, oh, yeah. But I think that they had a meeting and they tried to think as far as they could down the highway and they took it minute by minute and decided that I was a good guy to have around. And I got along historically with everyone in the band. They were so loving and awesome and supportive and happy and uh i i i needed that because yeah. if i was walking in and somebody was upset or this sucks or blah you know and that would have been like whoa i i need to i need to go sleep on the sidewalk tonight you know right right um but it wasn't like that at all so yeah nothing but a positive a positive experience i i really hope that hardcore accept fans and and Mark Tonio fans cuz like I keep saying I was in his that's his neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. I really hope that everything you know turned out okay for you and that you had a good time uh having the the redheaded stepchild take over a couple of songs. I hope I didn't fuck up your favorite song too bad. <laughs> I think you uh I think the the results are unanimous. I think you did a great job and you made everyone proud and I'm I'm just thrilled for you because I know what a huge accept fan you are and what an honor that must have been and uh to not only and like no preparation. It's it's one thing if this opportunity presented itself and you had about a month to work yourself up to it and get ready and all but you literally got a phone call and were and you were out the door and, and and I can just imagine in your mind you're thinking this is the opportunity of a lifetime but doing it so quickly and with so little preparation it's a recipe for disaster yeah so you don't you don't want to take advantage of this opportunity and then walk away from it going god I blew it you want to walk away from it feeling victorious and uh the odds are frankly against you with such little preparation but you did it you did a great job you so, knocked it out, and everyone, the the results are unanimous. The band has said it. The fans have said it. All the comments on social media have been great. And I'm I'm just thrilled that you got the opportunity to knock it out of the park. Well, and it was I had a lot of fun, and, and everyone made sure that I had fun. The fans yeah. and the band and just everyone involved. Uh, another mention of, of – of Ed Aborn, Ed, I'm so sorry, I fuck up your name. I this the it's a it's been a flash. It's been a I've had a crazy week. <laughs> Remembering everybody's know. names and lyrics are <laughs> has been hell. Uh, Ed and then Todd from from Riot. I and Don Van Stavern, of course. First Don Van Stavern, who thought yeah. of me immediately, and yeah. then it just trickled back to his original source, which is Ed and Todd. Those guys going on social media saying the beautiful things that they did about me and the Accept Camp and what a chore this is going to be for him and making people realize what, what kind of uh, giant task this is going to be and not just anyone could do it. Those are their words, not mine. Mm -hmm. Put it in perspective, even for me. I do, Oh, shit, I guess they're right. But yeah. this is what I do kind of anyway. Right. 
Right. I mean, if there would have been someone who's not even familiar with Accept at all, and the, you know, Wolf hears his voice and goes, "Oh, this would be this guy would be good." He doesn't know anything about Accept, but this guy would be good. And they have twenty hours to learn, you know, seventeen songs or whatever. Yeah. That doesn't. The math doesn't work. It's not going to work out. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> we had. So, so it's kind of a cool thing that I had some kind of connection to everyone involved, literally. Yeah. Um, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm giving props to the people who got me on the plane. Yeah. So I did the math. And like from the time that I got the phone call to the time I stepped on the plane is like 19 hours. <laughs> if I got a call on Tuesday at noon and I was on a plane at 7 a.m. Yeah. That 19 hours. I'll take your word for it. It sounds like it. Yeah. I don't do math, but it's, it's, I'll tell you what it is. It's not long enough. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck no. <laughs> I got like an hour and a half sleep, just gears grinding, you know, oh what, what are those, what is that lyric again? How does How that do you really sleep go? after getting that phone call? Well, yeah, because I'm a fan and people yeah. forget, you know, it's like, Oh, he's a pro singer. It'll be fine. No, I'm a fan. I'm jumping up and down because I get to rock out with dudes that I love. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit. I have to do a good job too. Oh fuck. <laughs> I have to learn songs too. Oh shit. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. my brain is over, uh, overtime, right? Fucking yeah. overtime. Uh, well, you did a great job and we're happy to have you back and we're happy. It was just a, a raging success by all accounts. Uh, I, I'd like to echo your thanks to accept, even though I'm not, I'm not part of this, but, uh, I thought it was great that they treated you so well and, uh, they were very classy about the whole situation speaks volumes about the kind of organization they have. So big love to Wolf Hoffman and the boys in the band, uh, for They're, taking care of our homeboy, Jason McMaster. Yeah, they, they really, <laughs> yeah, they, they pretty much let me do what, you know, they, I was in their house and they were like, this, this is your house too, you know, kind of. That's a thing. awesome. So, That's and Mark awesome. was, Mark was so great. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Again, Mark, this was, I was singing into his microphone, you know, yeah. the microphone that I held all four nights said Mark on it. Yeah. Literally so, and figuratively. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, he, he, his, his says Mark A, and the one I was using said Mark B. You know, yeah. it was, I was the spare, yeah. <laughs> which is a good, I was a spare tire on the monster truck that is Accept. Yes. Well, you did a great job, man, and Thanks. we're thrilled for you. And, Thanks. Uh, it, is, it, is, uh, it is true, then, what they say, Accept is too mean to die. <laughs> It's true. Sorry, I'm not, that might have been cheesy, but it, it kind of fits. Yeah. Well, welcome home, and uh, I'm Thanks. glad you've got this memory. What a what a what a story of a lifetime, especially being the huge fan that you are. I know it meant yeah. a lot to you. And uh, it was a there's a shit ton of photos that I've uploaded to uh, Talk Louder uh, Dropbox that are not going to be available, of course, to just anyone because we like to keep them as a montage in the episode. Hopefully, Jared, if you're listening to this, you'll use as many of those as you can while while Dave and I are chatting. They already know what me and Dave look like. Feel free <laughs> to just keep the photos going and going and going because they're all kind of they're gonna fit when I, you know, this the set list are in there that are ones that I'm holding up. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of memories in there that uh, you know, me having lunch with Uva at a New York deli, there's all kinds of cool, uh, photos. So if you're listening, make sure you, 
you uh, watch right well so you can kind of get the full the full uh, documentary if you will yeah i was just going to say if you're listening to the podcast make sure you check our youtube channel for all those uh for all that eye candy as far as photos and set lists and uh, uh, other memories that went along with it. And check out YouTube. The videos from the shows are everywhere. You get to see Jason in action. You get to see Jason on stage with Mark and them tag team in these classic accept songs. And some of the footage is actually pretty darn good. You know, a lot of times this stuff goes up on YouTube and it's a cell phone and it's kind of crappy or whatever. Yeah. But there's some, there's some decent stuff out there. Yeah, and if nothing else, you'll be grinning ear to ear just watching Jason on stage with Accept because it was rad. Awesome. <laughs> well, if you if the cameras were were down front, you know, facing the stage, they're they're better than they were like side stage because you see mic stands and PA cabinets and yeah, yeah. If they're from the front. They're they're usually going to be quite enjoyable. And uh, if I again, if I sang the wrong lyrics or came sang in the wrong place. Uh, in some of those songs, I sincerely apologize, but <laughs> I feel like now you know where my brain was, and it was on like two cells. <laughs> yeah, maybe and one, going, maybe one cell. Two cells going a million miles an hour. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> got that right. <laughs> well, welcome home, man, and uh, congratulations again on the gig of a lifetime. What an opportunity, and you knocked it out of the park. And uh, we appreciate you sharing the story. I knew this was going to be. A necessary episode. I knew it was going to be a fun episode. And to hear it from you, uh, right from your mouth, uh, this exclusive firsthand account, you couldn't ask for more. And I love that people get to hear some of the behind the scenes stuff that goes on when something like this happens, because I don't think people fully understand the blur and the logistics and the drop everything and run and the studying and Wow. I, I, I can't believe your head's not spinning <laughs> still. Well, let me, let me, <laughs> let me hold up. I wouldn't have been able to do it without this thing <laughs> right here. This, uh, nope. This, this one was in my, this, this, this set list here. It's kind of like torn and tattered. As you can tell, it's kind of fucked up because this was in my pocket. This all the same. I didn't. I was on call. I felt like I was standing at the stage door, waiting to, to hear Mark call me out. Yeah, this was in my pocket. I looked at it like every five seconds. Am I? Is, where? Where are? Where are we now? Da, 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 right. Yeah. Just tripping the whole time, just because I didn't want to miss a cue. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So this yeah. was in my pocket. Went on stage with me. This was on stage with Accept. Yeah. This and so also. And so was your igniter jacket. Well, I was, I had to, I had to wear the uniform, you know? Yeah. That but was pretty the, awesome the coolest, too. the coolest jacket I had that was appropriate was, uh, and even generic enough. Cause I, I have a bunch of my favorite band patches on that jacket as well. Yeah. Uh, the, um, this notebook <clears throat> was on stage every night and it's kind of, it's more fucked up than it's ever been before. Uh, <laughs> got used and stepped on and thrown and chucked and duct taped to the floor on stages <laughs> on the East Coast, and I, I mean it's it's trash can worthy now. Oh no 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 no! It's exactly the opposite. Are, are for you all saying the I need to said. sell this on eBay? Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, if there's any takers, exactly. you know, you know how to contact Talk Louder. If there's any anyone interested in this notebook, 
<laughs> I don't really think that it's worth anything. You better be ready to part with it because somebody's going to take you up on that offer. I mean, they would. The money would have to be so dumb because it's not worth anything. It's almost priceless because it's not worth anything. Well, you should keep it just for posterity. What a what a what a yeah a, a piece of memorabilia from a. a what a, I mean, just crazy. All the things you've done in your life, you've done so many amazing things um, on stage and with your various bands. And I, I know this has just got to be right there at the top. Uh, so congratulations, man. Thanks. It, home. it, 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 it really brings it home when I, when I remind everyone that, look, I'm one of you, I'm a fan. I'm one of you. Everyone in the audience looking up here, right here, me like fart into this microphone. I'm one of you. I'm a fan. I'm living this out. This is, I think, this I is think like you. This is like you being up here. So I think I'm that's what uh, I think that's what made so much of the response so positive. It's not only that you did a good job, but people know you, and 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 they know that you're relishing that moment as a fan, and they see themselves in you. That's why I was so giddy because I'm thinking I could see myself in you when I'm watching this opportunity unfold and watching you just up there nailing it. And it was like, I mean, how can you not just cheer that on? That was awesome. <laughs> well, the funny, here's a funny side note. And some of the photos in the montage that people will see here, or even just some of them online, uh, there'll be these really kick-ass photos of me standing next to Wolf under Chris's drum kit. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, we look metal as fuck and the lights are perfect and just fucking rules. Right. And in the caption, every time is like, oh, I love this one of you and Wolf. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know what? You know what's really happening right there in my brain? You know what I'm doing? It looks like I'm making a metal face. I'm squinting, trying to read the cheat sheets that are all the way down on the other side of the stage taped to the floor while I'm back there trying to rock out with Wolf. Yeah. I had to move back to get out of the way for the guitar solo to take center stage. Right. And meanwhile, I'm back there rocking with Wolf Hoffman and I'm squinting, trying to not look like I'm doing anything other than rocking out, trying to see what line is next on my fucking lyric book from like 15 feet away. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> Welcome to my hell and my heaven at the same time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, man, that was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, again, I've said it a hundred times and I'll probably say it a hundred more. Uh, congratulations, a job well done. Uh, big props to Donnie Van Staveren. Big props to Accept for treating our boys so well. And uh, thanks for sharing this all on this episode of the Talk Louder podcast. I'm Metal Dave Glessner. This man needs no introduction. My co-host, my brother, the former Accept singer, Jason McMaster, <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of the Talk Louder podcast. Oh, that's funny. 